You're listening to By The Way Podcast, produced by Southland Baptist Church. Welcome to By The Way, where we support families as they grow in their faith. We're your hosts, Travis, Janet, and Nicole, and we're glad you're here. You know, I think it's all about just humbling ourselves, surrendering to God and saying, you know, here I am, send me. Living this out is going to have a great impact in the lives of our children, or if we're single adults, the lives of those who are around us and who we mentor, who the people that watch us. Thanks for tuning in on this week's episode as we extend the dialogue on Hear the Call. It was so great to have Jill Fulgham join us on our last episode. You know, she said something during our interview that I feel is really important to talk about. Travis, will you play that clip from part one? This sounds like a bumper sticker. But, you know, what was, as y'all are talking, the, the, the thought of God doesn't call the qualified. Mm. He qualifies the called. Yes. So whatever he calls you to do, he will equip you to do that call. And, um, you know, if it, if it is being in ministry, uh, it'll be the most humbling call of your life. I believe we are all called by God to minister to others no matter what we do. Most people will never work on staff at a church, but they will be surrounded by people that need the message of Jesus Christ. I never envisioned that I would become a minister In fact, all I really wanted to do was be a mom and have a lot of kids, which I guess I did do that. Um, But it's awesome to see how God can take your desires and use them and equip you to further his kingdom. I'm curious, when y'all were growing up, did you see yourself where you are today? Oh, definitely not. (laughs) Leaving high school, I had decided on nurse practitioner and I was adamant about following that career path, and no one was going to stop me, except that wasn't God's call for me. So I soon realized that all these plans I had were no good. Um, But as always, God knew better and placed me exactly where I needed to be. (laughs) I totally agree. I I don't think anything could have prepared me for the journey that my life would take. As a kid, I went through a whole bunch of different ideas of what my future was going to be of what future career I wanted to step into. And they ranged from paleontologist to game warden. <laughs> of course, game warden was because I thought you get a truck and you get to work outside mostly. <laughs> you know, over the course of time and through God's leadership, however, I ended up serving in vocational ministry and, and specifically as a youth minister. I do believe that at, at this point, it's important though to stress that through that process, you, know, you mentioned at the beginning of this episode that God, has called all of us to proclaim the kingdom, to minister to our world and share the gospel, uh, even if that may not be as a pastor. And while youth minister, children's pastor, senior pastor, all very specific roles, there are things that we do across the body of, of the church that further the gospel and further the kingdom that don't oftentimes look like ministry. I can't help but think about Paul's encouragement to the church found in Ephesians 4, uh, specifically verses 11 through 12. You know, and it, it says he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. You know, here, Paul specifically talks about the gifts that God has, given, God has given to individuals and how those gifts are used to support and encourage the church moving forward, that it's all about building the church up, 
the broader church, not just those specific individuals, but everyone to perform ministry, to do the work of ministry, and then also for the spiritual development of the church. So if God calls each of us to be a minister wherever we are, what does that look like and how do we recognize this calling? Mm. Yeah, well, first, I think it's listening. You know, that is where most people, including myself, get stuck. You know, are these God's goals or in plans or are they mine? And, you know, I've really wrestled with this a lot and have only come up with listening. Am I being intentional in hearing God and what he wants for me? You know, what's my motivation? And then following that with discernment. Does it fall in line with scripture or do people that I know and trust believe it's a good idea? Because I find it helpful to have that confirmation, especially by those closest to me. I definitely think God can speak to you through friends and mentors. And you're right that everything needs to come back to scripture. God will not tell you to do something that goes against his word. And I hate it when people justify their actions with out of context scripture. Mm -hmm. Like Jill said in our last episode, you can make scripture say whatever you want it to say. So it's important to read it in context and know that God does not contradict himself. Mm. That happens too much when we read scripture from mm-hmm. the perspective of it's about me yes. and not that it's recounting who God is to us. And it's great wisdom that too many, like too many of us oftentimes just say, okay, God, if you would just write it in the sky, the plans <laughs> you have for my life, then that would be great. And yet we sit there and we look and we wait and we're like, ah, oh, why is he not speaking to me? And we refuse to pick up uh, scripture and read it and, and see how God has already spoken to us. Everything he wants to tell us can be found in there. We just also, I think sometimes we just need to try something. Mm. Uh, you look at Paul's missionary journeys, one specific instance where he is trying to go into this region and it, it's a no, there's just obstacles in the way. He tries another region and it's the same thing. And over and over again, this kind of theme begins to show up that everything is closed off and he just can't seem to go where he thinks he should. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, that opens him up to, he, he gets a vision of, Hey, Paul, we, we want you to come to Macedonia. We want you to come and speak and proclaim the gospel here. Um, and because all those other ways were closed, that way had become available and, and open. Yeah, I also heard once, and I thought it was really interesting, as a church leader many years ago that said, you know, oftentimes we sit here and wait, but the reality is, is that sometimes God just says move. There is not mm-hmm. a wrong way to go. Yeah. Just try something. And in both ways, serve and proclaim the gospel, and it's going to work out. It's going to be something that God is going to do incredible things with. We are going to take a quick break and share a prayer request that's close to the hearts of many in our church family and our local community. Many of you in our community have heard about a local teenage girl, Malia Plummer, who is battling a rare brain condition. We want to encourage everyone to pray for Malia and her family as they deal with all of the trauma of hospital stays, surgeries, infections, and a lot of unknown obstacles. Pray for the medical team as they work to do what is best. The family is thankful for your prayers and is proclaiming the many powerful miracles that God is performing for them. Keep this family in your hearts and minds in the coming weeks. And if you would like to support them and learn more about this sweet family, you can look in our show notes and we will link you up. 
God calls us to help guide our children spiritually. Were you encouraged by your parents when it came to your future plans? I will say that I have the best parents and grandparents. They supported me through the many plans that I made for myself. And when I changed them, they supported that too. Um, I never felt thwarted by any of my family members. They all encourage me even now, like listening to this podcast. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I agree. My parents and grandparents supported me in all of my endeavors and I I don't think I'd be where I am today without their encouragement to follow God's call in my life. They were there to pick up the pieces when I made bad decisions. And uh, my mom is still my biggest cheerleader today. And I know that's a huge blessing because not everyone has that. My husband didn't really have um, that in his life. And it makes you realize that sometimes your role of support as a parent could be to a child that is not your own. Uh, Brian first started going to church because a neighbor took him. So really, I just kind of wanted our listeners to think about, is there a child in your life that may not have the best home life or the support that they need to thrive? And can you offer that support to that child? Yeah, those mentor relationships are so incredibly important. Um we mentioned, I think, within the other six, that episode, that there's always someone who's watching. We're, we're always learning from something yeah. yes. and always teaching something. Who, who are we teaching? Who's being shaped by our actions and by our life? I was grateful as a kid to be on the receiving end of support from family members and from people beyond just our family circle. And much like Brian, I had people in my life who I'm convinced saw God's gifting and God's calling in my life before I knew these things myself. Um, They oftentimes were ministers, Sunday school teachers, uh, leaders in our community and church who provided opportunities uh, for for leadership development, and they shared encouragement. They they provided resources so that I could continue to seek out God's plan in in everything that I do. It was it's an incredible awesome. experience. Uh, you know, it would be easy to think of you know these kind of expressions as only special cases, uh, like this only applies to people who are ministers. But this couldn't be further from the truth. Like we said at the very beginning, God's calling for ministry is found on each and every Christian. We do a disservice by placing too much emphasis on the pastoral and minister roles. Absolutely. God said in Mark 16, 15, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Mm. You need Christians in every field and every corner being salt and light. Yes. Preach if you're a construction worker. Preach if you're a farmer. Preach if you're a teacher. Preach if you're a mom staying at home with your babies. The list goes on and on. You know, I think it's all about just humbling ourselves, surrendering to God and saying, you know, here I am, send me. And when we hear this and say this, we often think of missions, either be local or international. But we know and we see in the Bible how God uses the unqualified, untrained Mm -hmm. and most unlikely to do his work in mundane places. God's call looks differently for each person. Like Janet said, most people will never work in a church, but you are still called. Whatever position you're in, you're called to proclaim the gospel. You have a purpose for God's kingdom. You are on mission every day, wherever you are. That's right. What does that look like for a teacher, a farmer, a mom, or whoever? It is being Jesus to others. Are you being kind, loving, generous, or gracious? 
actions can speak louder than words, and your preaching is being the hands and feet of Jesus. I like what it says in 1 Corinthians 7, 17, let each one live his life in the situation the Lord assigned when God called him. This is what I command in all the churches. Living your calling is about living your life exactly where God has placed you. We have to change perspective. We have to get out of the definitions we have attached to these words like minister and pastor and missions and and ministry. We have to stop placing all the emphasis on what takes place on Sunday or Wednesday at church and realize this life following Jesus is about the other six. Going back to that first episode. You know, on the last episode, which you should go back and listen to if you haven't yet, We talked about the role of women in ministry, exploring how God's call and ministry positions in church extend beyond gender, finding emphasis that God's call throughout the Bible was not limited by cultural norms or even the expectations of the day. As we recorded, we kept coming back to the calling of God and how it included all people, men and women. Well, and not just gender, but age or Mm. really anything, you know, being a girl has never stopped me from following a call, but being too young or inexperienced has, you know, being told I was too young to make a difference or share God's word. And, you know, it really affected me. I struggled for years waiting to follow God's will for my life, waiting until I knew enough, was old enough thinking I wasn't ready or didn't have the depth that Jill was talking about in the last episode. But Like she said, God doesn't call the qualified, or he would never have called Matthew or Judas or me. Just like them, I could never do enough or learn enough on my own. It's all about truly believing in Jesus and following his word, you know, being obedient and answering the call, whether it be vocational or not. Just like Mordecai said in Esther 4.14, for if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Yes, you're saying so many great things. Esther was a woman who risked everything. And one of my favorite books that I have read recently is called Women Who Risk Secret Agents for Jesus in the Muslim World. And talk about inspiration to live your calling exactly where you are. These are incredible stories of brave women following Jesus, and they are starting churches and spreading the gospel in a culture where women are not always respected or treated right. In America, we get riled up about a woman teaching from a pulpit, and here they are leading one of the fastest growing expressions of Christianity in the entire world. It's such an incredible thing to see. Uh, You mentioned the book, and there's a a documentary sheep among wolves mm. that we've been showing for I our love missional, that documentary. It's incredible. Like we've been yes. showing it for our missional midweeks and, and the reality of what's taking place within the country is remarkable. And, and honestly, as we talked about kind of within those, those Wednesday night times in the future, this is going to be very shaping of who Christianity of, of how mm-hmm. we're going to handle evangelizing and making disciples in the future of, of being these people who are always, whether we're in the marketplace, whether we are at homes, wherever we find ourselves, we're looking for what has God called us to do in this moment, no matter what my vocation might necessarily be, how can I further expand God's kingdom? 
you know, we want to move this into some practical resources and provide some tips for you as listeners, as you explore calling in your life and also calling perhaps in the life of your children that you at some point might have a child who comes to you and says, Hey, I'm, I'm thinking of being in ministry. I'm, I'm thinking of stepping into this role and I, I want to know what that's like. Or you might have a child who comes in and says, Hey, I'm thinking of, of being an interior designer. How do I express God's call in that position? How do I continue to live for the kingdom? And if we can provide some, some tips, some insights from our very limited experience, but from some research and some other things that we've seen and let us encourage you in some things we have a very simple list here we want to share with you. And it's a place where we all as Christians can start to kind of explore God's calling in our life. Now, the first place is to start by humbly coming to Scripture repeatedly for guidance. We can't demand God to speak to us if we are not willing to pick up our Bibles and listen to His voice through it. Let it speak to us and us not speak for it. And we then need to change our perspective regarding ministry and God's calling Ministry is for all Christians, not only a select few. Church and God's call extend beyond the pulpit, beyond Sunday school class, and beyond Fifth Sunday Fellowship. We need to understand that living this out is going to have a great impact in the lives of our children, or if we're single adults, the lives of those who are around us and who we mentor, who the people that watch us. Actions speak louder than our words can. Living this way in our own career paths will help our children see how God's calling can be real for them. Oh, so true. It's scary how well they watch us. (laughs) Yes, it is. For those of us who are parents, you know this. But then also, we we tell this to students all the time. Those of you in 12th grade, you better understand that those who are in 7th grade are watching you all the time. And that is true for all of us. There's always people watching and noticing how we live. Absolutely Scary. Scary It's thought. true. Finally, for those of us who are parents and those of us who are mentoring, listen supportively to the calling your child might be exploring. As they discover where God is leading them, pray for them. As a parent, as a mentor, this is the most important role we can play, is praying for those people yes. who look up to us, who are looking for guidance, constantly going on, on their behalf to the Lord and interceding for them. You know, for those of you who are also looking for an extended dialogue on the topic of calling, a great resource to check out is the Work as Worship Conference. Uh, Videos from the past conference can be found on Right Now Media. And on February 17th, they will have a live uh, conference uh, that you can simulcast. And you could, we'll include a link within our show notes for you to check out. The conference gathers business leaders and experts in their field as they explore how our everyday jobs are also a form of worship, that they proclaim God's glory, God's goodness, whether through our creativity, through our leadership, and also how do we express the gospel living in the roles we find ourselves from that nine to five hour each and every day. It's a great resource as we continue to extend our faith to the other six days of the week. sure to like, subscribe, and review us so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. And don't forget to send us your questions and comments by filling out a form on the website, emailing us at btwsouth at gmail.com or on Twitter at btwsouth. We hope you join us next week as we discuss hope.